Riverside. Garage Takes Brant, we are back after taking a week off. It's the first week that we've actually missed since like end of July or whenever we, we kicked this thing back off for season two. But I don't know about you, man. I feel like it was just kind of needed. Like I, I feel like this little break here from Michigan football has felt like four years long. And I am I mean, I am itching that we are not Michigan football, we're going to hit real hard next week. TCU, Michigan, next episode coming at you. But, Brent, I don't know about you, just real quick on Michigan. I know we're watching, like, the transfer portal just light up for them. Some exciting stuff for Michigan, for sure, that we can probably touch on at a different time. But doesn't it just seem like this is taking forever? Yeah, Dave, it does. It feels like it's taking forever. And uh, I think what it plays into is last year, it kind of felt like Michigan was – Happy to be here, and we kind of felt like we were on a victory lap, going over, um, you know, watching watching all the the highlights and all of this. Like we couldn't believe that we were finally here, and now that uh, this year it feels completely different, Dave, because we just are itching to get this game. We got revenge on our mind. We got to get to the natty, baby, and that's where all of the focus is on. And like we are chomping at the bit to get back on the field. That you're spot on. It is. That's exactly the energy, and it's spot on for how I felt last year. Was like coming off the uh, the Ohio State win, where they stormed the field at the big house, and then you know Molly Wap and Iowa in the Big Ten championship. It was like it just hadn't happened in so so long that I just didn't want the victory lap to to end, and I appreciated all the days in between. But now, like you said, like this year, I am just. I was ready for TCU like a couple weeks ago. Like I, I cannot wait for this game, and I cannot wait for next episode when we really start diving into this game. But before we do that, Brant, uh, first of all, I want to welcome our Garage Takes listeners. And in, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you like, follow, subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star uh, review, positive comment. It goes a long way. It's the best way to support the podcast. You guys have been with us all football season long through thick and thin. And if you're a Michigan fan, it's been an enjoyable one. If it's a Michigan State fan, you probably stopped listening. Um, so <laughs> to draw you back in, we got to talk some Lions. And Brant, I'll tell you what, man. The Lions, the Lions, like, are they the hottest team in the NFL right now? Dave, to answer your question, a simple answer is yes. I believe so. I believe they are the hottest team in the league right now. And I want to touch on the point that you just made about um, different fans listening to this. I actually had a few people reach out to me, and they were kind of upset we didn't do an episode last week, mostly because they wanted to hear us talk Lions. Um, So let's not kid ourselves, Dave. As much as we love Michigan football just as Michigan football fans, Lions is a needle mover for us. So we know what the <laughs> we know what the people want. We get it. Um and, and we're gonna be talking some Lions today, obviously. So For sure. Um let, first of all, Dave, yes. Hottest team in the league. I love what they're doing defensively. It's not like they're dominating on defense, but they're making timely plays. And um when you do that, it's just like it flips the script on it flips the script on the old SOL, right? It feels different, like, oh, my gosh, the Lions are actually catching a break here. Oh, my gosh, they're actually making their own breaks. 
They are doing things, especially defensively, I've noticed that like they're they're not letting up the big play. Dave, how about that punt return this weekend? Like you Huge. finally you yeah, you pinned them back, you got them punting from their own, own end zone. What does a good team do? A good team makes you pay for having to punt that deep. You either block it or you get a great return, and Cleef Raymond happens to take it to the end zone. How awesome was that? And then we talk about the big play. Jared Goff, uh, you know, I can't even remember. Brock Wright, is that the guy's name, Dave? Brock Wright, yes. Yeah, I mean, I hardly even know his name because, you know, we haven't seen a ton of him, whatever. Um, you know, he's not a household name, but, man, he takes it 50 yards to the crib. After, Just, a, after a key drop right before that. Correct, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, you get to instantly redeem yourself. How cool is that? It was very nice to see this team make their own breaks, and this was a game they could have easily lost. On the road, a, a scrappy Jets team, Zach Wilson getting his chance. I was just was very impressed by the Lions across the board. Yes, Dave, I'm going to say it, hottest team in the league. Ooh, hot take. I like it. Um I got my gloves right now. My fingers are freezing or else I would hit like, uh, you know, like shots fired or something. But my hands are too cold for that right now. So, Brent, that kind of leads me into how would you grade that Jets win on Sunday? What's your letter grade for that? Dave, I'm going to give it a solid B. And the only reason I'm not going to give it an A is because you beat a 7-7 Jets team. I mean, the schedule down the stretch we know is a little bit, a little bit less, but it was a road win. Uh, a, a must-have win, really, and you got it done, and you looked you looked good. I'm, I don't think anything, anybody was like, oh, my gosh, that was so dominating, whatever. But I think it was a good road win, uh, very nice to see us not crap the bed in the, in the defining moments. So I will go with a very solid B from that team. You, Dave? You know what's cool, man? I grade this at a C plus, and I'm okay with that. And here's why. The C-plus grade is because the Lions did not play their best game. It was scrappy. It wasn't a clean game. I think Dan Campbell will be the first one to say there are things that this team needs to work on that they need to to clean up. But here's the difference in between SOL, same old Lions, and this team this year, and this team right now. First of all, this is the tale of of two seasons within one season, right? I mean, to win six out of seven games in the NFL – is extremely hard to do. It's hard to do if you're the Chiefs, if you're the Bills, if you're the, I mean, the list goes on. It's hard to win six of seven in this league. You can lose on any given Sunday and any game, especially on the road. And I thought that the performance Sunday was like, it wasn't their cleanest game. It didn't look the best. Jared Goff didn't look his best, but they got the win. And they got the play to Brock right when they needed it. And that's just something that the Lions, they're normally on the receiving end of that. It's like, okay, we're up. They got the ball one more time. And, oh, we just let up a huge play. I mean, you saw it against you, you saw it against Minnesota earlier in the year at the play to Osborne. It's like this is the stuff that normally happens to the Lions. And now it's the Lions that are that are getting it done. And I do think that... I know it's a weak take, but it's because they've been winning. They know how to win games now, which is so critical for this team, not only this year, but moving forward, is they know what it's like to to win. And truthfully, Brant, I don't think there's a team in the NFL or the NFC right now, to be honest, that the Lions fear or should fear. I'm not saying they're the most talented team, but I don't want... That's a pretty hot take. Yeah. You don't think they would fear the Chiefs or the Bills? I don't think so. Brant, they almost beat the Bills. 
Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. A road playoff game. Say they had to travel to San Francisco for a playoff yep. game. You don't think they'd be Brant, who, that? Brant, who would be favored in that game? Uh, the Niners. Absolutely. No, I don't think the Lions, because they've been the underdog. I think that they're just hot. They're confident right now. They know they're not the most talented team in the league. They know that they're really a rookie coach team, a second-year head coach who's figuring things out. And I think they're gritty. And I think the flip side of that is I don't think the Niners would want to play a team like the Lions. I don't. I, 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 wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to if I was them. I, I would be hoping for a team like the Seahawks to make it or the Commanders to make it or yeah. the Giants to make it. Like, no, dude, nobody wants to, to play the Lions right now. I, I feel pretty firm on that. I got a couple questions for you. One is, what did you make of Jared Goff on Sunday? I thought J- Jared Goff was Jared Goff-esque. I thought he did ju- just just enough to win the game, but to not make mistakes. Um, I wasn't impressed. I don't know. It's just kind think, of. I, and I mean, I I love I love what the defense is doing. I love what the weapons on the offense can do. Stuff like that, but. I just when you talk about not fearing teams, when you have you have a team standing behind Jared Goff, and then you look across and you see a team standing behind a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts, you know, I think that just plays in the back of your mind. Like yeah, we're at a bit of a disadvantage here in these games, obviously, um, and we know that the Lions are not in the upper echelon yet. We get it; they're probably eight to twelve best team in the NFL right now. I mean, I saw call them the hottest team in the NFL. That doesn't mean they're the best team in the NFL. Don't get me wrong there. I just think that when it comes to you saying they don't fear anyone, I just I think that some of those players maybe in that locker room are thinking, yeah, but we still have Jared, which is a good quarterback, but I don't think he's necessarily going to lead us on a Super Bowl run uh, necessarily right now, Dave. But and Brandt, that's the only thing I, I, I got I, stuck in the back of my mind right now. I understand that take. I, I, I do. But you, Jared Goff, look, did the Rams make a Super Bowl with Jared Goff? Absolutely. They they did. And it was a defensive team. And we saw them not be able to put points up when it really counted. Right. Like, we, we know that they didn't make it there because of Jared Goff. But the fact of the matter is, you can make it to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Like, that argument has been proven valid. Like, that's that can happen. I'm not saying the Lions are going to make the Super Bowl this year. I'm not right. saying they're ever going to make the Super Bowl with Jared Goff behind center. I'm saying right. that he's good enough. He's proved right now that he's good enough. He is not making the same turnovers. I think back to, like, that New England game earlier in the year where just, like, critical fumbles and just bad decisions – it's not happening, um, and I think that he's playing with all-time high confidence um, in, in his career, really. I, I just – now, Brent, I'm not saying, like, dude, I'm, I'm taking the Lions right now to, to possibly run this thing and make a Super Bowl run. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it certainly in a year where the NFC is as weak as I've ever seen it, I don't see how people could doubt the Lions right now, and so – my that that leads me into the, my next couple of questions, and I want to shift to our receipt segment that you have planned for us that I'm kind of dreading. Um, <laughs> what's your confidence level, Brant? One to ten of the Lions actually making the playoffs right now, as it stands today, before we have to travel to Carolina, host the Bears, and travel to Green Bay. Seven. I'll, I'll stick with a solid seven. I, I think it's huge that the Giants won the game against the Commanders because you have that. You have that uh, 
you have that tiebreaker with the Giants, right? You have the head-to-head against the Giants. Um, and, and I think that the most important thing to remember, Dave, down the stretch is the Bears may not be playing for anything. The Packers aren't real. Well, the Packers, I guess, are hanging on by a thread, Dave. Um, and going to Green Bay at the end of the year does make me slightly nervous. Um, and the game against the Panthers this week, listen, this game's going to be tough. Every game is going to be tough from here on out. Justin Fields, and I know I said that about the Bears, but Justin Fields is really good, man. He's coming into his own. He's kind of bucking the trend of the bad Ohio State quarterback situation. Um, so three very good teams left on the uh, left on the schedule there that I think that is going to start to ramp up a little bit, and it starts with away at Carolina. So I think this weekend will be pretty tough, Dave. What do you think? I think it is going to be tough too. It, it, my one of my last questions is: Is Panthers game a trap game? I think it it is because I don't even know if it's trap because it, it's like I know I'm sorry to cut you off, Dave, but it's like this team's really good, man. Like I shouldn't say really good, but they are as talented as the Lions. I guess I should say. The, yeah, maybe. Um, I the they play in a, in a horrible division and with what their record is, it reminds me of the NFC East, like in previous years where it's like, you know, are we really talking about them being in the playoff hunt? And it's like, yeah, you got the trash, like Buccaneers leading that division. And somehow the Falcons, saints and Panthers are all in the run here. So yeah, they've got everything to play for. They're the underdog at home by, I, I don't know. I don't know what the spread is. I know you're going to ask me here at the end, but, um, yeah, I think it's it's a scary game for Detroit. Every game is going to be scary from here on out. Brent, you nailed it on the Bears, and you know that winning in Lambeau is is never easy. So, um, yeah, I think my confidence level is – I'm going to put mine at an 8. I'm going to go right, right above you, and it's because I'm really focusing in on this weekend's games – where I'm looking at the Commanders, Brant, they've got to travel to San Francisco and play against the Red Hot Niners. And you talk about teams that are the hottest in the NFL or the NFC, the Niners are probably right, they're right there with the Lions in terms of the hottest teams in the NFC. They travel to San Francisco, so that's one team they're battling for that wild card spot. Brant, the other team is the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks got to travel to Kansas City this weekend. Not an easy game. Um, and I, I think that if the if those dominoes fall the way we hope they fall, that's a Lions win against the Panthers, that's the Niners beating the Commanders, and the Chiefs beating the Seahawks. We're waking up Christmas morning with the Lions not only in the playoff hunt, but they have uh, they're sitting there temporarily on Christmas Day as a team that is in the playoffs. If those three things happen, and Brant, I think it's a likely scenario. So um, I, I'm sitting at an eight right now. What's your confidence level? In the Lions winning a playoff game this year, so you so you're at a seven. They make it. What about winning a playoff game? So let's say they come in at the seven seed. Uh, that'll put them. Who are they playing? The, yeah, they're going to put them at the two. Um, Dave, who is that? Who's like that? The that NFC would be West, the that would the be the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings the 49- right now. Okay, but I'm saying the Vikings and 49ers got to be pretty close, right? Yes, yes. Okay, man, I'll tell you what. If it's a if it's the 49ers, I'll put it at a two. If it's in San Francisco, if it's the Vikings, I'll put it at a six. There you go. I'm I'm right there with you. I, like, I those the, are similar numbers. Similar numbers. Yep. Okay. Because I, I, I'm seeing Minnesota as the possible matchup and thinking. 
should have beat them the first time, was clearly the better team the second time, and I, I would take the Lions a third time. I really would, even in even in Minnesota. So, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We've got to make the playoffs first. But if they get in and they happen to draw Minnesota, man, watch out. Watch out. Um, Dave, before we move to the receipts, let me ask you a quick question about on Sunday. Just on Sunday. Was that the wildest NFL Sunday that you maybe can remember? Overtimes, wild endings. That Patriots game was insane. Like the Chiefs the Cowboys to go to overtime against the Texans. The Cowboys against blowing that to the Jags. Like it was. Oh, the, what, don't even forget the uh, Vikings comeback on Saturday. Right. Oh yeah, the thirty-three <laughs> point deficit. Roger Goodell was licking his chops, man. You know he that was so good for the NFL to have that at this point of the season, um, and and he loves this. This is so good for the NFL to have all these teams in the hunt and just weird things happening. So um, yeah, that yes, was fun. Absolutely. All right, Brant. Last question, and then I want to get into the receipts. Is Dan Campbell the NFL Coach of the Year? Boy, I don't. <laughs> Boy, I I don't know if I can. It's either him. Let me put it this way: it's him or Nick Sirianni, Dave. For me, um, I, I would say it's down to those two. I'm gonna lean Sirianni right now, but if Dan gets this team to the playoffs, he 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 should be coach of the year. I'll put it that way. Well, Brent, I think those are the two names right now that you're gonna hear, and I think we're gonna find out about Sirianni because uh, Jalen Hurts having an MVP season is hurt. He's got a sprained shoulder. He is unlikely to play against the Cowboys this weekend. I mean, it's just throwing shoulders too. It's going to be interesting to see how these last few games play out for the Eagles. Let's say the the Eagles finish this last stretch like one and two or something like that, and the Lions make the playoffs. I think Dan Campbell is your coach of the year. I don't know how you can challenge that. I mean, this is not just a rebuild. This was like a total tear it down, blow it up with dynamite, like sweep it all away and start building it with the tiniest Legos you possibly could. <laughs> that is what the Lions have done. And to be where they're at right now, you know what, Brant? I, one of the receipts that I'm going to love to eat is when I said the first or second week in October, season's done. Season's done. I think they were one in four at that point, one in five, and I said, "Nope, it's uh, it's it. I'm out. You don't come back from this." And I mean, I think historically, the numbers would back my take there, but uh, the Lions have done something unprecedented right now, and that's going win six out of seven. Could have been seven of seven with that win against the Bills, but it wasn't. And now they've got everything in front of them. And I- I'm gonna tell you what, Lions win this game against the Panthers, dude. Ford Field is going to be ripping and roaring against the Bears that following weekend on New Year's Day. So a lot of excitement here in the uh, in the city right now. But Brant, I can't put it off any longer. Let's get into this receipt segment. Rip, ripping and roaring, huh, Dave? Ripping <laughs> and roaring. All right, no pun intended. Okay. All right, Dave. So uh, we did... Okay, so just so everybody knows, the Keep the Receipts segment is something that we have not done yet before. This is something that I tried to set up a while ago. I think we did these before Dave's birthday. Dave, tell the fans when your birthday is. October 13th. I think we did it earlier that week of of your birthday week. So 
All Michigan right. hadn't played Penn State yet. <laughs> Think yep. about that in kind some kind of uh, some kind of realm. So, all right. So, okay. So, I mean, we're talking obviously early October here. Not a lot had been settled uh, for college football or the NFL. So, let's get into the first question that I had for you, Dave. Does Alabama make the playoff? What do you think you said? I think I probably said yes. You did say yes, Dave. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Um, I also went with a yes. How'd that turn out for us, Dave? Yeah, yeah, that's a miss. And, and God, it feels so good that that was a miss. It's like, I don't know, dude. You just saw Bryce Young coming back, like Heisman likely front runner. And it's just how do you not pick Alabama to make the Ask Alabama fans. They they are in the playoffs, basically. So um, they, they should have been. They were robbed. They were robbed. Dave, they don't have any – or Bryce Young and Will Anderson are both going to play in the Sugar Bowl, which is yep. kind of surprising. That's NIL. pretty cool. I, I, do, I do appreciate that, though. I mean, that is pretty awesome. Um, and they're going to play Kansas State, uh, the Big 12 champs. So um, that should be a pretty good game. Uh, all right, Dave. Does Michigan make the playoff? What do you Dang think? It. I know. I know I said no. I know I said no. What do you think I said? I think you said yes. I also went with no. Oh. So what was funny, Dave, is wow. I went back to previous episodes before this. In our in our original, we both actually had Michigan making the playoff in our preseason um top four for the playoffs. Um but as soon as early October came around, we both had no's. So I thought that was kind of funny. I actually had Ohio Dang. State and Michigan at the beginning of the season. You only had Michigan, I believe, I want to say. But okay. anyway, we changed our I minds sh- in the middle of the season there for some reason. Probably after an unconvincing win against Pioneer High School in September. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because September they show us nothing, so I guess right. that's what changed How our are we supposed dude. to know exactly? Yeah. All right, Dave. Next question. Does the Big 12 slash Pac-12 make the playoff? I think I said yes. You did say yes. Because I thought I was high on like USC or Utah. That was absolutely your point was you said you thought USC was going to make their way into the playoff this year. That was close. (laughs) I I also said yes, but I went with a Big 12 team. Uh, I didn't specify which one. I just said Big 12. What a coward. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't have picked TCU, I'll bet you that much. No, I did not. All right, Dave. Does Mel Tucker keep his staff intact for the entire year? Uh, I think I said no. You did say no. Yeah. What did you say? I said yes. And I think everybody's still on that staff. He hasn't fired his Stagati Hazelton still has a job, right? Jay Johnson still there. Why would you change it? And you know, if it's not, if it, if it's if it's broke, don't fix it. That's Mel Tucker's motto. Jesus. So oh, that is uh, bizarre to me. I I know that that's likely going to change here. Um, I would think, and you, I don't know how you run that back. I, Dave, I have you think no some idea. of these? You think some of these programs are making coaching decisions after signing day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, I think that's there's definitely some some truth to that. Okay, yeah, I, w- I would think so, too. Maybe, I mean, you know, they're not waiting for a bowl, obviously. Like, 
to, to clean house or whatever they're going to do. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if we've got the answer to this yet for 2023. I don't know if Jay Johnson and Scotty Hazleton come back in 23. I know they both will have very short leashes from their own fans for sure. Dude, I, I have no idea how you bring them back. I just, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know I, if I you can bring both back for sure. Scotty Hazleton, dude. <laughs> Come on. You're going to fly through your screen. You're going to lose it. What are we talking about here? I'm screaming for Michigan State fans. They're going to lose their minds after they watched the year before it with Michigan State with a good team and watched that yeah. god-awful secondary and to run it back a second year. Bro. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right, Dave. Next question. Does Oklahoma make a bowl game? You answered... Um, I think I answered yes, just based off their name and brand alone. You did. You answered yes. I answered no. They had a tough schedule coming into October and November, so I went with no. Do you know what they finished, Dave? Nope, no clue. 500? (laughs) They were 500, 6-6. Barely snuck their way into a bowl game. I knew it. But they are there. And I think they even got, like, a pretty decent bowl. It's, like, ridiculous that, like, some of these 6-6 brand name bowls get, like, decent bowls. Jeez. Um, So, yeah. Who are they they, playing? Like, Baker College? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. But um, LCC? Jeez. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, this is kind of funny that I threw this one in here. And now it's kind of laughable for sure. Dan Campbell makes it through the season. No. Dave, you went with? I, I, think, I, I think I said yes. You did say yes. Yeah. And I also said yes. So yeah. we were both right there. Sheila's committed. This this wasn't even – I think you asked me this question just off the cuff because you were so upset in early October, to be honest with you. I was not. I was always uh, happy. <laughs> yeah. We're not, we're not going to approach that subject. All right. Okay, Dave. Um, oh, Oklahoma's playing Florida State, by the way, who's 9-3, and three, but also Oklahoma's 6-6. Six and six. I don't know how that makes – that's just brand – that's yep. just brand money. Yeah, money. that's all money, right? Jordan so, logo. Yep. All right. Uh, does Dan Campbell fire someone before the end of the year? I said yes, I think. You said no. Oh, I said no? Yeah. Look at that receipt. You're cashing that one in, Dave. Dude, how about it? I love October, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were you were not happy with Aaron Glenn, I don't think, obviously, after the Seahawks game, stuff like that. I Nobody was. Um, yeah. And... I said yes. I thought one of them would get fired. I didn't think Ben Johnson would get fired. Someone like that. I thought maybe the secondary's coach or whatever. Somebody. But they did get rid of the secondary coach. So, oh, they right? did? Aubrey Pleasant? Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, so I guess, well, I was mostly talking offensive-defensive coordinator. Right, so I'm, right. I'm going to give you that one. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> now this one seems funny, too. Lions mm-hmm. win five games. Dave? Cool. I thought I think I, I if I'm trying to remember I feel like I said yes because they're going to win some meaningless games in December is what I feel like I said. I think the exact quote is they're going to win 5 and they'll win like 3 down the stretch. Yep. So That sounds about right. That's how I was feeling. Yep. So you nailed that one too. All right. Um, What'd you say? I had no on it. Dang. So 
Jeez, I, I should have went to Vegas. Okay, I did write down your exact words. Meaningless football. They'll do enough to pick 7th or 8th in the draft. Yep. Oh, gosh. I was I was trending I was trending the right way there, and then they just kept winning and winning and winning and winning. Hmm? All right, Dave. This is an interesting one. NFC East gets three teams into the playoffs. You said? Uh, I said no. Yes, correct. You said no. I said yes. As of last weekend, there would have been three in. Right, right. And but we're still kind of lions around. Came, the Lions came a-ripping and roaring. Huh? They came a-ripping and roaring. That's correct. But this is still – jury's still out on this. Um, we obviously won't know until the playoffs are – uh, solidified who gets this one so it is just, that's a possibility i mean eagles and cowboys are a lock so yeah I, giants Do, we'll see yeah and so we'll see the the giants i could see them as the sixth seed i guess so potentially but that would be a point in my corner not for you and then josh allen mvp which is obviously still out as well you said what dave I think I said yes. He's not. He's my dynasty football quarterback. So <laughs> is yeah. You did say yes, Dave, and um, I said no. I went with Jalen Hurts potentially. Oh, so right. that was a good take. A, uh, can, I, can I get a bonus point for that? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> there we go. Bonus point. Tally it. All right. All right, Dave. What do you think? If, what do you think you said about the Packers and their playoff chances? Were they going to make the playoffs? Packers and their playoff chances. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to remember what I said. Um, I feel like I might have said yes. You did say yes. Yeah. And I think the take was something along the lines of, you know Aaron Rodgers is going to back into the playoffs. Could still happen, by the way. Yeah. Um, They're so so bad. I also went with yes. Um, As of when I did these, I took that down as a no, like we both missed it. Mm -hmm. There's a slim outside shot for these Packers to get in here. Right. Nobody wants that. It helps if you play the uh, Baker Mayfield-led Rams. That's always going to help you. Right. Um, Right. Which was the next question, Dave. Do the Rams oh. make the playoffs? What did I say? I don't remember that one. You went with no. And we right, both know we got, the, we got the answer on that one. I also went no. Um, I guess we could see it in early October that that was not yeah. going to pan out. Yep, their Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Um, and then our last question, Dave. Um, the jury is still out on this, but I have a sneaking suspicion I got this one right. Does Sean McVay retire at the end of this year? I said no. You definitely said no. What yeah. do you think now, though? Like, if you had to go back, do you, you know, you're, you're I, sticking I, with I still think. I still think no. Yeah. No, I, I still think no. I, I know he's just so – it just doesn't make sense to me, man. He's not even 40 years old yet, is he? Like, he's one of the youngest, most successful coaches I know this year has been literally like his one down year. Uh, I don't, I don't see it. Okay. You think you, you think he's going to go be a, a commentator? 
I don't know if he'll be a commentator right away or what he might do. He might retire for a year. I don't know. He can literally get almost any job he wants in any industry right now as far as football goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants to come back and do the L.A. Rams thing for another year. I mean, he's got the Super Bowl. It's just I don't know how what it's like to be an NFL coach, but it seems like the, he would be the type of guy to step away and definitely come back. Um, so I went with yes, just because the off the or the off season rumors that were going around last year kind of had him pegged as maybe he didn't love it as much as people thought he might love it. So I, I could definitely see him taking some time off or, or maybe moving into a different field. You think Stafford's going to retire? No, I think he's going to run it back next year. Um, however. I do think these injuries are starting to add up on Stafford. I am kind of concerned about his actual health, and, um, boy, my wife loves the Kelly Stafford podcast, so I do know this, that they in that family are decently concerned about concussions, and that's something that Matthew's had throughout his career. So I would say that that's probably going to be a serious off-season discussion probably with him and his family is, is retirement, Dave. I, I feel confident in saying that i don't think he will what do you think yeah i think he'll give it a go uh, um again but you know man i don't know uh, you saw what giselle did when tom kind of was i'm sure they talked about it and it was like yep this is time and then tom had to come back one more year and uh what happens rhymes with a schmorsch divorce and i i think that uh I think if Ke- if Kelly really was like putting her foot down, this is good content, by the way. Right now, I'm like talking about <laughs> Kelly Stafford. Listen up, Kenzie. If you're if you're listening, dial into this right now. If Kelly says no, no, you're not playing, and Matt says I have to, I need to, then what, Brant? Then then what? Are we talking about a? I don't even want to say it, man. I don't. I don't think these girls in in, uh, in Michigan yeah. could, hand, could handle that. But all I'm saying is I've heard that too. I know, and I'm not trying to make light of it because the concussion thing is a very serious thing, and Stafford's obviously had a ton of injuries, and he's a very likable guy. I, I just give a hard time because I know how much, uh, how much the fans love his wife Kelly as well. But I think it is going to be a family decision. I mean, he's got a ton of kids, right? And he have like three or four kids. He's got like, four kids, I think. Yeah, he's he's won his Super Bowl. She, she says no. I think it's a. I think it's a no. I really do. Dave, I, I do have a, like a, kind of a funny question for you. While we got a few minutes here, um, do you find your fandom like either college related or NFL related? Like, do you have one that you? kind of gravitate towards more or is it pretty 50 50 for you Mm, so in terms of like fandom for a specific team there is in all of my fandom of sports michigan football will always be king that will always be number one and so for that reason i am like so dialed into college football but as but as a whole like Fandom wise, I am way more tuned in to to Sundays in the NFL. I am okay. So, like, you're taking in a lot of Michigan football content, but maybe not so much college football content. Correct. Okay. Yep. And yep. 
but you may you may take in a lot of NFL combat content, but maybe not so much on the Cowboys specifically, more just like overall. And yeah. probably more Lions content than you might even take in Cowboys content at this point. I right. mean, that's kind of where I find myself now. Right, is kind right. Of just doing that. Um, yep. I have a pretty but, good pulse on like around the league. Like if you ask me most things around the league in the NFL, I, I think I could answer on most things that are happening around the NFL. Um, in college football, and you start asking me about different Big 12 teams and who they play, like, dude, I don't care. I I, I, <laughs> I, I don't, and I know that about myself. I, I don't care about the Pac-12 when they kick off at, like, midnight, and I, I just don't, um, and, I, and I know that. I'll pay attention to it. I'll watch the highlights just to – keep up to speed with things but no i'm not i'm not into it the same way i am with the nfl i don't know man i think a guy like like i feel like caleb williams is now a must watch tv coming in next year he I is feel like he is like okay i know it's 10 p.m whatever but i'm gonna have to get on here and watch caleb williams plus that kind of brings that in conversation and to about usc joining the big 10 you think that'll actually come through like do you think that's going to be a thing that actually happens dave I think it sounds like it with, like, USC. I think the hiccups will be with, like, UCLA. Um, well, they kind of got that ironed out. Like, I, I think that uh, they have to pay a tax to the University of California itself, Berkeley, oh, for okay. uh, leaving for the Big Ten. They have to pay them, like, uh, 8 to $10 million a year or something crazy of that TV contract that they're getting from the Big Ten. Wow, okay. So money talks, that- man. Yeah, money does talk. Um, I do think, Brand, that we can get into the bets here. I, you know what I think is going to help kind of engage me in college football as a whole more and not be such a Big Ten homer and a Michigan, you know, follow them no matter what, will be uh, the college football playoff expansion. I think once you open it up to – 12 teams i think it's gonna force me to want to pay attention more to like see because brent when it's four teams and i know michigan's like this year was like right in the thick of it like i i am paying attention really at that point to georgia to ohio state to tcu this year um bama and i mean like those te- those teams that were like right right at the uh the top um and i i think that when it expands to 12 because, like, I'm keeping an eye, like, when it's at four, I'm keeping an eye on, like, six to seven teams. Even tossed Tennessee in that this year. I watched a lot of Tennessee football. Just, like, they were really good for a while. Um, but when you expand that to 12, now I'm probably paying attention to, like, 16 to 20 teams, realistically. Which is, I think that's going to force me to, to, to kind of really, really uh, pay attention to the whole landscape in college football really closely. Yeah, Dave, when you talk about Kansas State and TCU, I know that you were on the edge of your seat watching that game, right? Like, I was. You were, like, you were was. enthralled with that. And, and I think most of America feels that way, too. Like, give me more of that. Give me less of Kansas State, Kansas. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know they have to play every year, whatever. I get it. But I guess my main point is when we get to these playoff games and you're going to watch a 12v5, you're going to watch a 7v8, you know, or whatever it is, a 7v10, you're going to be so locked in on these games that it will feel like an NFL playoff game, I, I think, Dave. And and you're going to you're gonna love it. I, I really think so. Um, and and yep. I, the one thing I hope it gets rid of, Dave, is this three- to four-week gap that I just cannot stand for college football. No, I, yeah. hate, I hate this three- to four-week gap. 
It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Com- completely agree. I, I hopefully they really get this thing right. And I, I think that uh, whether you you know agree with the twelve team or thought it should have been eight or wh- whatever, um, it is what it is, and it's going to be a lot better than what we've had. So I'm uh, I'm excited. All right, Brant. All right, Dave. Bring me home, country roads to the bets. <sighs> All right, Dave. You know that we've been. Um... We've been doing a lot of college football and NFL this year. Obviously, college football takes a back seat for for this week. Um, we're just going to hit uh, the NFL this week, and then I promise next week we'll go back to we'll have the playoff games. We may, might even have another couple college football games, but we're going to do strictly NFL this week. I've got three lined up for you. Let's start with the Lions. Lions at Panthers. Panthers getting three at home. Straight three. Uh, gosh, I will, uh, three points, honestly, in the NFL these days just seems like a lot. Um, I have a feeling, Brant, that this is going to be another kind of, not that the Jets game was sloppy, but it's not going to, like, as a Lions fan, you're not going to watch this and be like, yeah, let's go, baby. We just rolled Carolina. I I think it's going to be messy. I think it's going to be close. And for that reason... Give me the Lions, minus three. <laughs> well, what if I have an updated line for you, Dave? What if I oh. said minus, minus two and a half? Oh, minus two and a half? Yep, still yeah. taking it. It'll, I do. Yeah, obviously, uh, you'll get the half right. point. You know, yeah. you'll you'll hit, you'll have that in your back pocket. And I think I think that's a little scary for me, that that moved from three to two and a half, though. Like, as you know, some money's probably coming in on the Panthers. Lions riding high. Makes me a little nervous. You know who doesn't make me nervous, Brant? Sam Darnold. Uh, <laughs> You're dead serious, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Sam Darnold does not make me nervous. So, all right, man, hit me with the next one. Oh, hold on, let me give my pick here. Uh, <laughs> oh, we know you're. We know you're taking the Panthers. I'll take the Panthers. <laughs> I knew it. Dude, you have been on uh, with the Lions. Have you not learned? Man, I have hit on the Lions so much this year with them with the spread. You got to take, the, dude, take the Lions. No matter what, no matter what it is, favorite, not a favorite, take the Lions. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to take the Panthers and just hope the Lions win by one. Last second field goal feels like a very close game though throughout. Jeez. Okay. All right. Um, Eagles at Cowboys. So the Cowboys are favored by one and a half here, Dave. I'm going to check for an updated line. Yep, it's updated now. Cowboys favored by four and a half. Excuse me. That's because of the Jalen Hurts injury. Yep. Um, Confirm. I mean, four. Uh, I'm not going to take the Cowboys four and a half. I would have. I would have taken them at one and a half. I'm not going to take them at four and a half, especially with what in the world just happened against Jacksonville this weekend. Um, I do think the Cowboys win this game, but I think the the Eagles' backup quarterback is Gardner Minshew, so no slouch. I mean, say what you will about Gardner, but um, they still have A.J. Brown. They still have Devontae Smith. Like, that offense still going to roll, um, and the Cowboys' defense got exposed last week. So Cowboys got to clean up some things. I don't love four and a half. I'll take okay. the Eagles. Dave, do you remember Gardner Minshew's nickname? Um, so, um, yes, I, um, so something is, with his mustache. Yeah. He's America's stepdad. That's what America. That's, that's what it. America's stepdad. 
Dave, it's America's stepdad. Dave, I'm going to rock with the Cowboys on this one. Four and a half. Um, you know, Christmas Eve night. I kind of like that setting for the Cowboys. You know, they were they were the better team than the Jaguars, I feel like, most of the game on Sunday. They just let that one slip through. I'm going to go with the Cowboys here, Dave. Okay. Um, all right. Bengals at Pats. Pats getting four and a half at home. The Bengals have been a really weird team to figure out, Dave. They're down 17 to the Bucks to start the game. They come back. They clearly win that. They've struggled at times this year. Jamar and Joe have not always been on the same page. That One's been hurt, or I guess Jamar's been hurt from time to time. So, And Joe Mixon's missed games. What do you make of the Bengals? And can the, and the, can the Pats cover – or, I'm sorry – can the Bengals cover for? No, I I'll take the the Pats, especially after like the, the the weird ending to that game this past weekend with the Pats. I nobody wants to go travel to New England and face Belichick this time of year. I think it's got a close game written all over it. Probably going to be really cold. Uh, I I think it's I think that one's going to be a close one. Um, probably the Bengals win it, but I'll take the Pats with those. I points. was just going to ask you: Do you flirt with the money line with the Patriots at plus yeah. one fifty five? But no. yeah, passing on that. Yep, passing on that. I will go with the Patriots as well. Um, if I can get four points, that's pretty good value to me at home. Kinda I agree like that call, Dave. I agree. All right, okay, man. Dave. Yeah, that's it. That That is it. That does it for uh, the, the episode this week. And like I said earlier, next week, all eyes shift to the Fiesta Bowl and previewing Michigan and TCU. Brant, I also want us to touch base on Georgia, Ohio State Yeah, as we'll, we'll talk Peach Bowl. Yep. For sure. Yep. We, we'll talk about that. Um, we've got to talk about who's Michigan State playing? Oh, Dave. Wow. Oh, I thought, you might do sh- I thought you might do shots fired there. No. I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. I see what you're doing here. Had to do it. Had to do it. So, um, no, we'll we'll definitely touch on those two games, and then um, I'm sure we'll be talking Lions too. But but really yeah, the, fo- the focus of uh, next week's got to be all things Michigan as they try to make a push to, uh, to make a national championship for the first time since the 97-98 season. So, fingers crossed. Looking forward to that episode, Brant. Um, as I said earlier, appreciate you all listening. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review, positive comment. It goes a long way. Best way to support the podcast is to hit that follow button and get that automatic download each week. And we appreciate you guys listening and putting up with us. And Michigan State fans, you know it's all love. I, I have to. You guys would say it to me. If you had a podcast, you would say it to me, and you know you would. So Garage Takes, we're out of here. Have a great week, everyone. Happy holidays. Powered by Riverside.